Welcome to the Team Trashcast, where we talk about life in our 20s and we find all kinds of ways to laugh about it in our wonderful segments. I'm your boy, Wasteland, a.k.a. TJ. I'm Dr. Compost, a.k.a. Aaron. And I'm Logan Landfill. <laughs> so, let's just get right into the show. We're going to start with The Dump. The Dump is the segment that we start out the show with. Uh, we give the worst possible advice on a plethora of different topics. And coming up right now, we're recording this about the week before Valentine's Day. Uh, the show will be out after that. But um, we thought we might make this episode revolve around like dating a little bit. Some, some of the segments are going to be dating or Valentine's Day related. So, for uh, this dump, we thought we would give the worst advice on how to ask someone out. So, gentlemen, let's get started. Be a total creep, number one. A number one. <laughs> um, I like to take the Scott Pilgrim approach, um, where like uh, where you like just kind of stare at the person, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> until they notice, and then you like look up at the ceiling, like, oh, what? I was uh, I was I was looking at the fence. You could also take yeah. the approach of like finding all of their ex uh, their ex significant others, fighting them, and then asking them out. Which right. is also the Scott Pilgrim approach. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Although he does date her while he's fighting the ex- exes, I think. Yeah, you're sure. right. Or you could take the Joe Goldberg approach from you and you can totally stalk a person you don't know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I think Joe that's is a great really... Idea. Yeah, Joe is like, a great model for like how to romance... I mean, people love the show, so clearly they yeah, want right? they want Joe's love. Oh, you know? I don't like you, that. Some people might actually, like in a weird way, be into that, and that just freaks Like the whole stalk? Oh, that's probably a fetish. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That yeah. probably is totally a thing. Being stalked? Right. Yeah. Um, I think a really great thing, I'm going to go back to what I said in our boss's episode, start every conversation with a shoulder massage immediately. <laughs> I think, I think it is a great way hey. to, yeah. How you doing today? You want to go? You know, doing? you can take the approach of the, into the spider verse shoulder touch oh, and yeah. instead just really just lay it on heavy. Put some, oh, man. you want to show her how much affection you have. So when you put your hand on her shoulder and say, Hey, make sure that you like, you let her also know through body language that you're grounded. So like clamp down, press oh hard on her shoulder. If she like, or if her knees buckle, that's you saying, hey, I'm here to keep you grounded, girl. And that you're really there to show great support. For you her. ain't gonna fall, girl. I'm gonna catch you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, make her knees buckle and then swoop in to catch her. Like Spider-Man would. I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is, yeah, okay, cool. Like, uh, let's see. You know what's a great way? Um, um, never initiate a conversation with them. Right. And then send them, like, letters with, like, cut up, like, magazine. Like, magazine letters, letters, saying, letters like, yes. Saying, like, um, you must, you will go out with me. Like, be forward about it. You know, like, right. really St- be, right. no, yeah. nothing, nothing Optimistic. says. Yes, and a woman loves nothing more than when a guy states her intentions. So yeah. if you're being sure. upfront and honest, you know. And nothing says, <laughs> nothing says new romance like male. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, you should definitely show her your collection of Pokemon. Like, you should spend, I think, the first hour and a half of a date, like, just going through, like, I caught this one uh, and, and this one. Like, uh, just all of the games, all of the Pokemon that you've caught ever. Not that I would ever endorse this idea, because I don't. <laughs> I have more swag than that. But I'm low-key offended by that. <laughs> I, I actually felt a little bad about it, too, after saying it, because I was like, I've totally done that before. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, you, but for, like, a first no, date? Well, no, but, like, I mean... I I collect figures, yeah. right? And so like uh, people that have like gone out on a date, like when they come, if they have come over to the apartment, like they, it's there's no hiding it. Yeah. Right. I have like dozens, maybe in the hundreds. I think you definitely have like, in the triple digits. Really? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. It got it got away from me, but but you yeah, have at so least like, over a hundred figures. The nerd, the nerd stuff. Like it's it's you can't really hide it. So like. You know, I'm thinking of something... I I wouldn't want to date anybody that would uh, 
have a problem with that anyway, so. Well, speaking of, like, plush-like type things, I thought a really great way, if you're nervous and you don't know how to, like, talk to someone, use a puppet. Oh, use a puppet to yeah. ask them out. Get the puppet to ask them out, then take the puppet on the whole date. Make it, like, Mel Gibson <laughs> in the beaver. Make just, the, like, like, take just... Take a puppet on the whole date. Take the puppet on the whole date. Like, what woman doesn't... What woman doesn't love... <laughs> what woman... <laughs> I'm just imagining you like sitting at a dinner table and you're like like the food is served and, and like at, at some point the puppet takes over right yeah. like at some point it's like they're on a date with the puppet now it's yeah. not you anymore I would love for like the puppet like, to complain to the waiter like, just shoves its face into the food I would love for the puppet to like complain to the waiter it's like excuse me this actually isn't vegan like <laughs> <laughs> sir you can't eat you're made of felt and then like the puppet <laughs> Throws the throws all the things off of the table. Don't tell me what I am. <laughs> and then softly in the background, am I a man or am I a muppet? Starts playing. Yes, that's amazing. You know, actually, that is one of my favorite karaoke songs. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a, a, good, it's a good one for karaoke. Oh. Oh man, you guys have got any other? Uh, any great ideas? Yeah, any, um, really, these are these are all great great ideas. Just oh. send a lot of memes on Facebook and Instagram. Look at the I picture. actually have gotten dates like that. <laughs> I know, actually, that was like that was, that was kind of one of them. Like, yeah. like you probably could, you could probably make it work. Yeah, just you know? slide into DMs with some memes. Yeah. Um, but you know, a great way is um, speaking of Instagram. is prolonged eye contact, prolonged uh-huh. eye contact, but no verbal communication. <laughs> you want to basically look. There is no better connection between two people then when they complete each other's sentences when they know what the other wants and they can really be there to advocate for one another so what is best done in this case is you trying to establish esp with another person by staring into their soul exactly basically try to like really get in there and get an understanding of like who that person is get like into their eyes and their soul into their soul Mm. and basically try to ask them out without saying a single word i think that's that might be the best way just like one eyebrow raise you're like, you're like, you're like the rock. Eyebrow, like, you're <laughs> like the rock. Um, oh, yeah, the one where he like does the, the wave with his eyebrows. Yeah, how does he do that? Uh, I don't I don't honestly know. Yeah, I don't know if that's physically it's possible. pretty crazy. Yeah. Some good stuff. Well, speaking of Instagram. Yes. Um, we probably could move into the back alley ideas of, uh, uh, for this week. So TJ and I um, had a, a fun little conversation yeah. about an idea that we wanted to pitch to you, Logan. So this is going to be a dual pitch. Okay. Or, Do you want to explain a little bit more about what Back Alley yeah, Ideas is? Yeah, that would is? probably be a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Back Alley Ideas is a segment that we do on the show where we, um, we pitch a product to the other co-hosts or co-host. Um, and it's they have, they have full buying power to veto or... Uh, or buy the product. It's kind of like Shark Tank. Yeah. TM. Can we say that? Can we say it's like Shark Tank? Uh, it's like that one show about... We already said Shark Tank. Uh, and, <laughs> no, but this is for the editor. This uh, is the editor? This is... Uh, we this... already said Shark Tank in a previous episode. Oh. Yeah. yeah well, I, I think I even say... I, I think I even said in <laughs> a previous episode that like Logan is dressed like he's going to be on Shark Tank. It kind of is. Yeah, well, you still are. You're actually just a day. Okay, anyway, 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 yeah. anyway. So here's here's our pitch. Uh, I'm going to let you take lead on this for a second. Cause I- okay, so I had something happen. Oh, I have to be very careful about this because someone I know may listen to this. Okay, I was on Instagram recently. I think plenty of people have had this happen. You'll be following someone that like you've been friends with for years or whatever. Sure. And all of a sudden, that person, you know, because it's their Instagram, they can do what they want. You know, maybe you're following a private one or a public one, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But maybe that person wants to really express themselves through their social media profile, which is completely fine to do. Sure. 
But maybe sometimes you're just not expecting it right. at certain times. Yeah. So I recently and had... The way they express themselves... Yes. ...is through very risque photos. Yeah. I'm not judging the photos. Right. Uh, what I'm more upset... Oh, no. I'm, that sounds like shaming. I'm, I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. Sorry. What I'm more upset about is when Instagram decides... When I have a friend that decides to take a, maybe a body positive photo of themselves, which is all cool. Do what you want. Share Instagram. And maybe they decide to post the butt crack or uh, <laughs> oh, but. maybe maybe a boob or something like that. And they decide to put it up. If you decide to do that, that is your profile. You can do what you want. If I'm following it, it's just what it is. I never know what kind of posts I'm going to be getting. However, Instagram. Let's say I'm scrolling Instagram in church. Let's say service hasn't started yet. I haven't been to church in a while. But let's say I'm in church. And I pop open Instagram, and I happen to see that my friend has decided to post their body positive titty photo as the f- first crack of dawn in the morning. And let's say I open it up, and immediately the first the first photo I see is the titty. Instagram. Why is that the first photo that you decide to show me at like nine a.m. on a Sunday morning? Right. Like, why is why is that what you would show me? And so what we're saying is that this is probably a pretty common problem for yeah. most folks is that this is what they see. So we have a solution, mm-hmm. which is a face or an Instagram filter. Yes, and but not a filter in like a regular way. What it'll actually do is when the Instagram opens, when the Instagram app opens, if the first photo it wants to show you is maybe a, a not safe for work type of photo, it'll show a black screen that says wait. But there's also a vocal option that I think was really helpful because growing up uh, in Baltimore, sometimes your best lessons were given to by old black men. And what I personally found is that the voice of an old black man is a great warning sign to many people to stop in the tracks and to hold on. So even if your sound is off, when that Instagram, when you pop up an Instagram, it's going to be like, hey, hold on, young blood, young blood, wait just a second. Hold on. There's a whole butt crack on this phone. Do you sure you want to open Instagram right now, brother? I'm just saying... You might not want to do this, young blood. I think that could be a really great feature for Instagram. So that way you don't accidentally see a friend of yours in lingerie while you're sitting next to your mom in church. Like, un- unexpectedly. That's uh, that's kind of the idea. So there's our pitch. And that's our pitch. An old black man Instagram warning <laughs> uh, filter feature. Do you have questions? I've actually had similar situations like that happen, believe it or not. Um, I can absolutely believe so, it. So, I, so I'm like for it. I'm yeah. for it. Um, will it give you like a selection of like things to look out for or just like one I guess you could have customizable general? options. Oh yeah, we yeah. have that. Let's say you're okay yeah, with seeing yeah. a butt crack at the first thing in the morning, but maybe you don't want to <laughs> see... You, are you suggesting your a butt crack at the crack of dawn? <laughs> <laughs> The crack at the crack of dawn? Yeah. Maybe you're okay with seeing a butt crack at the crack of dawn, but you don't want to see your friend post about their... Maybe you don't want to see your friend post about their political views. You absolutely could filter about, like, the... you. It's basically, it just like, prevents... Do I want to see nudity or do I want to see political views? I'll yeah. choose... Yeah. And yeah. it'll just basically... It'll give you a heads up. It'll give you that little not safe for work card so you don't have to see that as the first post. And you can have a heads up... As to like what the the first post that you see on the gram will be, full full like outside of the bit for a second. This should totally be an option for Instagram anyway. Yeah, with right? the old black man. Yeah, I hundred well, percent. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but like seriously, how is that not a thing in social media? Like, hey, what kind of posts do you want to see from your friends? 
Well, that's it's true. I very like much a, much much in the side. Anyway, back to the point. Yeah. I'm like, real talk. Like still outside of the bit. My main thing is I have no problem with what people want to post because I choose sure. to follow them. Right. I just don't like that. Like if I'm at work and I am taking a break and I happen to scroll Instagram, I have to think ahead of time. Wait, what if that person that I knew from like a certain preschool? Yeah. What if somebody? What if somebody I knew from like. What if someone I knew from like high school decides to all of a sudden change the type of content that they usually post? So I just I don't need a heads up from them. Mm-hmm. I just don't want it to be the first thing that pops up when I open the app. Oh, and you can people. also like you can set times for this filter to be active. Yeah. So like you get you get your work schedule and then you set like when you're at work, the filter will be active. Yeah. And then when you're at home, it's a jungle, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Jungle baby, jungle butt cracks and cracking dawn all day, baby. <laughs> um, so what do you think? I'm for it. Um, yeah, I'm for it. All right, yeah, this, yeah all right. Sick, but I, I keep feeling like we keep like just. I mean, I mean, really my, great ideas. Wait, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that is not the case. What? This what? is like the first one that like this is been the accepted. first one that's actually been like okay yeah. though, right? What about the nostalgia bars? Oh no, that was great, but that wasn't. That was before we. That was one of the uh, episode zeros. Oh yeah, we haven't released those. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And then also, uh, there was the the tux, the tux, the one. tux in a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the tuxie, which apparently the tuxie. that's the name of a company. There's a right. company named Tuxie. Right, but they're not tuxedo onesies. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tuxie is paying us either. No, um, we can't talk about them. We we already just did. First. Oops, too late. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I think that kind of concludes the back alley ideas yeah, portion fair, of yeah. the episode. All right, so. It's the Valentine's Day episode, and um, I'll be completely honest. As the sole single member of the podcast, at least at the time of this recording, um, (laughs) um, at least as the sole single member of the podcast, um, I don't just hate Valentine's Day because I'm single. I've hated it even when I've been lucky to be in relationships. I can't stand it. I have a thing about uh, being told when to give a gift to someone because I'm mm. a horrible gift giver. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're like in a new relationship and you have to like get a gift. I'm just I'm just horrible at it. It's just not my like forte. So b- days like Valentine's Day or like birthdays really kind of like uh, put a little too much pressure on me. So like that's mm-hmm. why I usually kind of stay away from them. I love love and romance, sex, all those different things, but I'm not a big fan of. Um, just uh, somebody telling me like, "Hey, you need to be like loving on this specific day." Okay, now that we've pitched one another one of our fantastic ideas, I still stand very strongly behind my idea from the other episode about super no. peace treaty. No, no, it's a great idea. It's not. Who doesn't want to play a, a game not. about divorce? Okay, all right. This is the Valentine's Day episode. Okay, okay. It's supposed to be about like love and stuff. So let's talk about how much we hate Valentine's Day. Okay, first of all, Valentine's Day is not just about love, okay? okay? Right. Let's actually get into Hot Garbage. Hot Garbage is a segment where we roast uh, things, and I want to roast Valentine's Day. First of all, Valentine's Day is not about celebrating love. It is also about, it is also Loneliness or Singleness Awareness Day. It is absolutely a time that you are fully aware of whether or not you are single. Let me make something very clear. I'm single. It is what it is. But Valentine's Day can go suck a lemon okay <laughs> i'm actually actually that you say that like when i was single i i never understood why there weren't enough uh like groups on social media that had anything that said hey are you single on valentine's day like we're doing a group thing at yeah. such and such location like with a bunch of singles 
If it's like if you pay close attention, there is not enough of that. Yeah, I would love if there was like a whole other half of Valentine's Day that's like a a thing to like, like singles promote singles together. events. Yeah, yeah, that'd be like what? really cool. You know what Valentine's Day and also pretty much every other major holiday is is basically just commercialism and capitalism, right? Like if you really think about it, all all you're really doing is buying somebody a gift and you're saying I love you this many dollars that is worth this thing. That yeah. I'm giving you now. Granted, even right? though our co-host sounds like he's trying to audition for the Daily Show right now, I also can't stand <laughs> the pressure. That, <laughs> the pressure that like Valentine's Day like puts on you. I I can't stand that the pressure of like I'm horribly giving gifts. I don't like that pressure at all. You know what I can't stand about Valentine's Day? You know what's absolute trash and garbage? But it has nothing to do with being an adult. Class Valentines. Ooh. Class Valentine. Ooh. I'm sorry. I don't know little Susie and little Mariah and, and Ryan who are in my like third grade class. I only know my three friends that I play Beyblades and gosh, what did I play in the 90s? Um, and Yu-Gi-Oh! with yeah, like right? in, in elementary school. Yeah. I don't want to write 30 Valentines for a bunch of kids that I don't even know. Yeah. Garbage. Who does that? Like, Trash. Ugh. Also, why is everything pink on Valentine's Day? Also, I feel like Valentine's Day is, like, one of those, like, lesser holidays where, like, everybody's like, oh, you should care about this one so much, but then, like, at the same time, you just, you, you don't. Yeah. Especially if I'm you're like, single, yeah. You and I really, know. I mean, I'll be honest, I really want to. i Valentine's Day. I really am. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, I want to hear about this. Well, there's a reason for it. I, it's, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, also, why is everything pink on Valentine's Day? Like, I, I there's a company I used to work for that would literally cover the entire area in pink around Valentine's Day. Oh. Hearts everywhere. Like enough to make you vomit. Also, yeah. why aren't the hearts that we use for Valentine's Day anatomically correct? <laughs> Shut up. Can <laughs> <laughs> imagine how disgusting that would be? so awesome. Oh Valentine's gosh. Day and Halloween could become the same holiday. Valentine's Day needs to get its crap together. It, it just, it, it really does. It is... Oh my gosh, I don't even think. I think I have to work all this upcoming Valentine's Day, so I'm not. Uh. It's not really going to register that much. But oh no, I do. I do get to go to a party the next day, so actually that'll be pretty fun. Oh honestly. yeah. Oh look at you, Mister Popular, going to parties. Yeah, yeah, I am. What's, up? <laughs> what's good? Yeah, um, yeah, what's good? Uh, just oh, Valentine's Day. All yeah, right. The candy's not even that good for Valentine's Day. Hold on, hold on. Uh, first of all, okay, you need to slow down. All right, but, but you listen, need to slow down. Listen, sweetheart listen. candy is oh, that's one of my like okay. favorites. I love sweetheart candies. They're okay, but I mean, like, I don't know. Is there another Valentine's candy? No, not really. It's like heart shaped <laughs> lollipops. Yeah. Do you hate sweetheart candies? I don't hate sweetheart candies, but I don't love them either. They're so chalky. I I don't know why. I really dig them. Huh. But I have this whole thing about. When it comes to food and other experiences, people don't have the choice of what they actually enjoy the taste of. Sure. You have that's that's something you have literally no power over whatsoever. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. So basically, uh, Valentine's Day, you trash. Although, You're boring. given I given that I'm the single one at the time of this recording, um, <laughs> in the podcast right now, for me, it kind of comes like it comes across more cynical. So I really thought about it a few years ago. Do I really hate Valentine's Day, or do I just not like being single? And that, the singleness aside, when I was actually in a really good relationship at the time of, like, Valentine's Day a couple of years ago, still hated it. <laughs> I, still, I just still couldn't stand it. Um, I was, I didn't like the pressure. I wanted to hang out with my girl at the time, but I 
didn't like the whole like everything's like super busy everything is super pink i mean i kind of like the idea of like getting my boo maybe a, a stupid bear or something that's kind of yeah, cute yeah, you know sure. i'm not thinking it's cute or romantic things mm-hmm. it's just like the i don't need a holiday to tell me to celebrate love because mm-hmm. there's already anniversaries birthdays christmas and other cool yeah. holidays to do that and also like i don't know just i, I don't i don't think i i don't See the point. I don't see why the relationship needs like one Hallmark day to be like, "Hey, this is when you should like love each other and do nice things for each other." Yeah. Like I don't know. I used to, you know, what honestly, I used to think um, when I was younger is I used to think that like men hated Valentine's Day and women didn't. But I've like had a plethora of partners that like aren't really that big on like the holiday either. They just want to make sure they at least spend time with the partner, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to have a really big problem with the Valentine's Day stigma. But I've, like, since learned that that's not necessarily true for every, you know, person that I've, like, met. Um, which is kind of, like, refreshing to know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that kind of ends hot garbage, uh, which is Valentine's Day, you trash. Um, it's on a more positive note. Um, so we're actually going to go ahead and take a quick break from the show. We're going to run a couple of our ads. And we'll be back with you guys soon. Hey everyone, we like to have sponsors here uh, that we would really love to have sponsor the show, even if they're not real. So here's one of them right now. Hi, I'm TJ, and I'm here with a public service announcement. There's something very serious out there that may be affecting your loved ones. This affliction may cause anxiety, isolation of the self and mind, depression, and an overabundance of sharing memes to your friends. Certain cries for help may include seeing Instagram posts that say things like, I'm doing me, my dog is my boyfriend, Living my best life, or worst of all, happily single. In 2017, the U.S. Census found that nearly 110 million Americans were single. That's a third of this country. What we have now is a drastic awareness of a loneliness epidemic. If you or someone you know has been afflicted with singleness, be sure to seek out a friend to be a wing person for these poor souls. We don't need monetary contributions, but ask yourself, can you donate a bay today? Don't delay. Hello, everyone. As my pastor said this past Sunday, the Lord is at work when a couple can actually agree on something. And there is no better showcase of love when a couple knows what to watch on Netflix. Unconditional love can happen regardless of what you're going through in life, as well as happening when you least expect it. Do you like getting the warm fuzzies when you look into someone's eyes? Do TV shows about great couples hit you in the heart? Then you need to try love next cuffing season. Love may cause the following symptoms. Heart palpitations, sweaty palms, googly eyes, directed affection, and butterflies in the tummy. Consult your doctor to see if love is right for you. Or booty. We didn't need that. Oh, yeah, right, we did. (laughs) And welcome back to the Team Trashcast. We hoped you liked some of our ads we ran for you guys today. So I thought I would kind of open up the floor uh, since we got to talking about Valentine's Day and you heard me kind of rag on it. But Valentine's Day, I know that is something that is not just, um, you know, maybe more of a negative for some people. It's also going to be a really big positive for some people. So I wanted to open up the floor to see how do you guys feel about Valentine's Day? I kind of already talked about the pressure and how it is for me. But what do you think? How do you feel about it? 
I have a love-hate relationship with Valentine's Day. I okay. enjoy it when I'm with somebody, but I absolutely can't stand it when I'm not. Do you... Um, so, okay, so what we're recording right now is not going to come out until after Valentine's Day is over. So if you, like... Are you planning something for your uh, for your lady? Because I think you could actually, like, say what you're doing since you will, she won't hear this recording until... That's a good point. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. So are you thinking of something you might be doing for her? I'm thinking... Um, we could do like a, like a day thing in like Gettysburg or something like that. Okay. Or like, that's a really good, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Or, or I was also thinking we could, well, I can't remember if she said she wanted to go to like a, do like wine tasting or something like that too. Which okay. I'm completely fine with. Yeah. Like, yeah. um. They probably have that in Gettysburg too. Oh yeah. yeah. There's definitely, there's a, there's a vineyard there I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also a Springgate vineyard. You could do Springgate. Is there a Springgate vineyard in yes. Gettysburg? I don't know if there's one in Gettysburg, but... There's one in Harrisburg. There's actually also one, like, right over there. Yeah. Apparently. Well, I think that was still being built. Yeah. What, yeah, in, okay, what in York? Um, well, I don't want to say where we are specifically, but right. there's one very close to where... Granted, we, we Within definitely... Within a mile and a half of where we live. <laughs> yeah. That is, oh, okay, that is yes. clearly very far. However, it's very clear that we've, from the podcast, like, notes that we are in Pennsylvania. Like, I feel comfortable saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, even saying we're in central Pennsylvania. Sure, sure, sure. Um... But, uh, actually, that's a really good idea. So, all right, fun fact. Um, if you go to Gettysburg, there's this really cool place in Gettysburg, um, a little down the street from the Gettysburg Community Theater. Uh, it's just, like, nerd shop. They sell a bunch of, like, nerdy products, like games, like socks or whatever. But on the outside, they have giant games of Connect 4 and giant games of chess. They have, like, uh, like uh, their whole, the whole, like, front entrance of their store is, like, just giant versions of stuff. And it's really, it, it just looks really cool when you're kind of, just, like, walking in the city as you're getting, like, closer to the square. Where is this? It's in Gettysburg. I can't remember the name of the place, but it's, oh, it's, uh, it has like an orange that painting. so cool. It makes a day in Gettysburg like very fun. Mm. Um, so that's really cool. I also think you might want to check out Waldo's and Company. You might want to go on a day when that's open. It's, I think it's a soda and coffee bar mm. that also like has like a bookstore. It has a really cute kind of like, this is the kind of spot I like you happen upon to like find vibe. So it might be kind of a cool place for you guys to go and like check out if like they're open. They have like very specific hours. I know this because a few years That's ago cool. I went to this like spaghetti dinner event to it for my college a few years ago and they had like a little dance. But it has a really cool like interesting vibe so like that might be really interesting nice. um, to go to. And maybe even see a show at the Gettysburg Community Theater if they have any good shows going on. Which I guess we're now plugging the Gettysburg Community Theater. Which yes. I've seen a few shows there. So, one that was cool, the other one had too many white people in the in the cast. And it was a production of Avenue Q, which oh. features a racially diverse oh. cast. And so you had like yeah. some, you had like yeah. a white woman playing Gary Coleman, which Gary Coleman was supposed to be played yeah. by a black woman. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was just really awkward. Some of those line deliveries. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. I'm not trying to cancel. Them. I just it sure, sure. ruined the production of Avenue Q for me. But I guess we've kind of gone on a really big tangent yeah. there. Um. How do you feel about Valentine's Day, Dr. Compost? Oh my gosh, Valentine's Day, am I right, guys? Um, Why'd you say you're bad at it? Because I hate it, but you said you're okay, bad. There's a difference. So, Valentine's Day is actually very close to my birthday. Oh, this is um, true. So, like, you know how some people, like, if they're born, like, right around Christmas, they go, like, um, they're always complaining about how they'll only have, like, one birthday, Christmas, like, combined. Yeah. Right? It's like that for Valentine's Day. So one of the things that I don't like so much about Valentine's Day is that I always feel like there's a lot of pressure on me to do something special um, for Valentine's Day. And then we 
sometimes don't end up doing a lot for my birthday, which is fine, because, like, I'm also weird about my birthday. Is it fine? Because your voice went high-pitched when you just said it's fine. It's not fine, but also, um, I'm weird about my birthday, too. So, like, and and this this is probably something that I probably should deal with, um, and not put on another person, but, um, it just makes the whole, like... It's within, like, a five-day span, Yeah. Valentine's Day and my birthday, so it just, like, makes that whole week kind of really weird and, like, nebulous because, like... Yeah, at one point, you have to be thinking about a relationship, and then you'd like it if it's reciprocated to be thought about you on that later day. Sure. And maybe somebody instead tries to just wrap up your birthday and Valentine's Day in the same bow, uh, and so it feels like it's more about... Your birthday's more about a relationship rather than your birthday being about celebrating you. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. That's, thank you for putting that into words for me because it's so much better than I would have done trying to explain it. What's terrible is always like, as your friend, like, I don't give a a crap about Valentine's Day for you. I couldn't care less. But as your friend, I know, since I know your birthday is like coming up, granted, I'm not really much of a gift giver, so I'm not getting you anything. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I reserve reserve the right to change my mind because I came up with a couple of cool gifts for you, though. Oh. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm not much, I can only do, I'm not much a gift giver unless I've like really gotten to know someone very well. Sure. Yeah. Um, like the, these two friendly gentlemen here on the podcast. Yeah. And Um, so from like Valentine's Day for that reason has always been really weird for me. And I always like, I'm really bad. I feel like at coming up with cute plans and ideas, like it sucks because I'm not a whole, I'm not that great at planning all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and especially when it comes to like a day like this, normally they sneak up on me and I forget that it's a thing until it's like the week before. And then I'm just like, ah, crap, I should probably figure something out. And then it just takes a really long time for me to actually get anything planned. Um, that kind of tends to be how I operate. And I just don't normally make the best plan for Valentine's day. So it's not like I do anything terrible. It's not like I would just like neglect my, my significant other on Valentine's Day. It's no, just... of course not. It's just you want to also feel celebrated independent oh, yeah. of your relationship. Sure. Yeah. Because you're... I'm a very big fan of... And granted, I'm biased because I am the single one. I am, of course, going to be a big proponent of people making sure that, like, in your relationships that you still have your identity because you were yourself for God knows how many years before you entered this relationship. It's so very important that that person is still remembered given importance, care, self-love, all those different things. Sure. And, you know, you have to make those distinctions, even though sometimes those are, like, awkward conversations. Um, you know, like, figuring out how to remember to make the self important. Mm-hmm. You know? And since I'm single, it's a lot easier for me to remember those types of things. And, you know, what I am, what I have been in relationships is usually a little... It's a little harder because you're trying to figure out, like, all right, you still want to be a, a team player, but you sure. still need to take care of yourself. Right. You know? And I want to do. I do want to give this disclaimer. My girlfriend is very good at doing birthday things. She's a <laughs> very good planner. Like she. Your girlfriend's like, probably not going to listen to this. I know, but <laughs> she probably won't. But um, but she's she like a couple of years ago did like a surprise party for my birthday. Oh, that's and, so awesome! It was awesome. That is literally the really one cool. thing I've wanted for my whole twenties. Oh. as like a gift from her. The one thing I've wanted is a surprise party. That is yeah. the only gift I've ever wanted for my birthday. Everything else I can get myself. I can buy myself yeah, a gift. Right? I can do whatever I want. But I wanted like people to care enough about me to like. Throw me a surprise party, given I like throw so many different like parties and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, God. I still want that like so bad. It's not even mm-hmm. funny. Um, all right, 
So what about uh, you, man? Me? Yeah. Well, I kind of brought it up. I'm um, I brought up the reason I hate Valentine's Day. I hate Valentine's Day because of the gift pressure. I'm not a. I'm not. I have nowhere near the Leslie Nope tier level sure. of gift giving. Right. Um. Uh, but so for me, the way I work with Valentine's Day is I don't usually do the gift thing. I try to make sure I plan like a nice date. Um, so I never really do like, oh, like I'm going to give you this or whatever. I instead try to plan like, all right, you and I are going to have this really fun experience. Um, and so with that, I've kind of stockpiled different places that are like fun date places like uh, City Island or like, um, mm. uh, oh, like I told you actually, um, Landfill about uh, Timeline Arcade. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, which is a place where you can go um, play games uh, for uh, like I think it's for like uh, ten bucks for an hour. You can play an unlimited amount of arcade games: Dance Dance Revolution, Guitar Hero, Giant Pac Man Machines, Basketball, um, like video games like PS4 and Nintendo Switch, as well as VR. It's a wonderful, amazing place. Um, man, I, I kind of want. It kind of would be nice for places to give us money for all these great shout outs that we're doing, you know. <laughs> and honestly, it's actually pretty cool that you mentioned them because they have a twenty five dollar. It's if you pay twenty five dollars, it's play all day. Oh yes, yo, it's a great place. It's a, it's a ton of fun. And it's a great date place. Um, so just getting back to how I feel about Valentine's Day, I know that was kind of a big tangent. I um, if I'm with someone who like really wants to celebrate it. I know myself well enough to know I'm going to, I'm just going to go along with it, but I'm going to plan an experience for us rather than get them a big gift. Yeah. You know, cause I'll just make sure that we spend time together. Um, cause that is the way I can celebrate it. Other than that, I really could do without the holiday, honestly. You know, uh, I think this might be a good, more somber note to kind of transition to our next segment, the sure. trashy twenties. The trashy twenties is our staple segment, folks. Uh, this is a segment where we constantly come back uh, to just tell a story about why it's kind of crappy or wonderful to be in your 20s. Um, so we thought that maybe yes. we... Hmm? Yes. I don't like the look that you're giving me <laughs> as you just said that. I know the listeners can't see that look. I'm but, stroking uh, my mustache. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. Yes. Um, uh, I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Okay, so... There's a strange bearded man on my bed. <laughs> um, he, pay, he says he pays rent here. Um, well, you, you do pay right here, as, mm-hmm. as do I. But um, the Trashy 20 segment, where our topic for today is great dates. So, gentlemen, have you had any great dates? Um, I, let's see. Okay, so the first date that I went on with Kelly, um, my girlfriend, um, was five years ago now. Wow. Um, and it was a really nice day. The first, we, we went to church with some of our friends from college. And then after that, we went to a coffee shop, um, with them. And then we were, we had the whole day basically to do whatever. And we realized that the coffee shop was very close to our state's capital. Um, cause we were already in Harrisburg anyway. So we actually went to the state capitol building and we actually got, we got a tour when we were there. So we got to see all of the different rooms where they vote on legislature and all of that good stuff. Um, and then after that, we went to the store called Second and Charles, which is really fun. Oh, yeah, Second Charles like, is pretty fun. Yeah, it's, it's, they, they have everything there. Movies, video games, CDs, comic books. Again, books. with these great local shout-outs that we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was cool. That was fun. And then after that, we went to get frozen yogurt at a now-defunct frozen yogurt place um, called Frosty Llama. 
Um, it was, it's over in, like, there's, uh, the giant that's in, like, Dillsburg. And I don't know Frosty Llama. But to be mm-hmm. fair, I actually hate frozen yogurt. Oh. Mm. I'm officially, uh, publicly now going to take a very firm <clears throat> anti-stance on frozen yogurt. If no I ever run, Yeah, if I run for president, my f- stance will firmly be anti-froyo. What about ice cream? Is that, is that... Oh, strictly pro. Oh, absolutely. Strictly, strictly pro. What's wrong with froyo? It is inferior. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, so, okay, so yeah, no, then we went to this Froyo place, and then I actually had a rehearsal that I needed to get to for um, uh, a jazz combo thing that I was in in college. Um, and it was it was just a really, really good day. Like, it was just nice, because it was one of the first times where we got to really get to know each other, but we got to start the day off with some of my friends. Um, and uh, then after that, we just kind of, Went and did our own thing. It was a lot of fun. It was a. It was just nice to start getting to know each other and spend more time one on one. Yeah, that sounds sweet. Um, I uh, I've had I've had a few great dates. Um, there's a couple coming to mind, but I, I think of this one that actually I feel pretty proud of. Uh, the details are a little sparse from what I can remember, but I, I was dating uh, a girl a few years ago. Um, and I remember we were coming back from a trip. I don't remember where we were going and we happened to be driving by Easton and she's mentioned how she always been like, had been wanting to check that place out. And it's time. I think we were been dating for a couple of months, but for some reason I just kind of held on to that detail. I didn't know much about Easton. Um, and I was like, Oh, this is a place that she wants to go. So I should remember this. Cause maybe we'll just like go there for like a date or whatever. Like, and I, I love a good road trip. I love, love, love a road trip. Get the right DJ playlist. You can even make, you know, the drive to as fun of a destination. It's a little like, that, like that drive in the summer we had down to Trenton, Jer- Trenton, New Jersey. Yes, exactly. The beach uh, day. Yeah, where we played Shake It Off un- for an unlimited amount of times. For, <laughs> we played Shake It Off a lot of times for Dr. Compost. Uh, for those who don't know this, Dr. Compost actually really does not like Taylor Swift's music. Um, so it's not if, even just the music. If we ever get big, I would love for people to send Dr. Compost just... Endless amounts of Taylor Swift albums. Um, <laughs> one song, you don't even send an album, just like one song a day. Yeah, just like Taylor Swift, like merch, whatever. I just would am, love for you to be crying. bombarded um, with Taylor Swift send like, gifts products. at yeah, send just, send, uh, just a plethora I've of like never, Taylor Swift I've gifts. I've never wanted so badly to not be successful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but getting back to it, uh, yeah, I love a good road trip. Well, this is so phase I just one of, of my sabotaging the podcast. <laughs> I just so basically, um, at this time, <laughs> this girl and I had been seeing each other for maybe about three or four months at the time, but we'd been like talking for a couple months beforehand. But it was going pretty well, and um, we were dating by this point, and uh, I decided to just kind of plan a whole surprise date for her. So what I did is, I just looked up Easton. Um, I didn't know anything about the town or like that point of like the area, but. Um, I decided, okay, like, what are some cool, like, points that people, like, go to check out? Like, when people go into Easton, what do they do? What's a good day to go into Easton? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of doing things on Sunday. Like, uh, we do, the so the three of us here, uh, the, the, the Trash Masters, um, we do Sunday fun days a lot. Uh, that's something we really do. But I know that stuff isn't always open on Sundays. Look, I brought back Trash Masters because you... That's so good. <laughs> I love it. That's so much. Okay. All right, look, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to wrap it up. But um, 
I didn't know much about the city, so I wanted to know. So, like, I literally did maybe, like, two or three hours of just, like, looking into, like, what, like, they had to kind of offer. There's, like, a Crayola factory around there. There was, like, some really cool record stores. Different, like, little points. So, I just basically set up and just planned out the whole date in a place I had, like, never been. And it was one of my first times doing something, like, really going that extra mile for, like, the date or whatever. Which now would be something I would just be good intention, but at mm -hmm. the time was really kind of new for me. Right. Um, so I put weave together like the whole day. I was like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna check out like this experience. There was like a this really cool trolley that like went around the town, and we we're cool. gonna hit the crowd. Like it was a few different experiences. Um, so I put on uh, a good blazer uh, and a nice outfit. I told her to get dressed up, and that I was going to rescue her from work. I told her she um, that like we were gonna leave at this point. Uh, she did like a half day, and so I went to go pick her up. Um, no, no, we met her. She let got off, and then I picked her up at her house and drove her in. And I uh, told her it was, a, it was a surprise. And just kind of, uh, we had a really wonderful day in the town. Got some drinks. There was like this really cool bridge. It was, saw some really wonderful sights. There was even like a concert going on like at yeah, the cool. time. So we kind of went to check it out and didn't really have to spend a lot because I, re I really worked it out. So like that it was affordable, but also like fun. It was like a really good day for it. And um, even though that relationship is over now, uh, I do know at that time that that was one of our more joyous memories at that time. And I felt really good about that because it was a point in the relationship where I really was, um, I felt like I was putting my best foot forward. Um, so it just felt like a really great day. And just kind of like having her reaction was all I needed to uh, really just feel like it was time well spent. I'd say, so I'd say with uh, the girl I'm dating right now that the, well, actually the first date we had was actually very, very good. It's actually very, very good. Um, I was in a financial, I was with the financial company at the time and I was in York and she's actually from York and I had, had we actually met on a dating app and I had, I had messaged her and I had said, Hey, are you available at such and such date? Can are I you? ask, can I ask which app? <laughs> match. Yes. <laughs> it was on match. And, um. Sponsors. Sponsors. Oh yeah. Match, match does sponsor. Oh. Yeah, they do. Huh. And so... Um, we're not sponsored by Match. Yeah, we're not sponsored by Match. We're not sponsored by Match. This is... Wah, yeah. Wah. Yet. And so I had asked her, hey, are you... Hey, I'm in York today. Are you available? Are you free? Such and such time. And she said, yeah. So we actually ended up meeting at a uh, winery. We actually ended up meeting at a winery later that day after I was done. Um, and we had a few... We had a few drinks together. And I remember there was this dog that had... Have you ever seen, like, the dogs that have, like, the cones around, like, their head? Of course. Or yeah. So it was, like, one of those. But this thing was, like, going absolutely bonkers. It was, like, running in between everybody's feet. and both At of, the winery? Yes. Like, I don't know whose dog this was, but this thing, this thing was just going absolutely nuts. And both of us must have been thinking the same thing because when we talked about it later, we were just, like, we, we both agreed that we were, we we're thinking the same thing and that was oh my gosh please don't let this dog knock me on my butt in front of <laughs> in front of my date like please don't do this <laughs> so that's so good. that's cute so then we we had a few drinks and then we um we did wine tasting and we went over we sat down we talked a little bit had some good conversation and then we ended the date on a on some cornhole they actually had some cornhole uh it's a cute date, date activity yeah it's a cute date activity so we played that for a little bit, and then after that, the next day, I actually went and saw the Lion King, the uh, like the live action Lion King. Yeah. 
and well, you saw it with her. No, I didn't. Okay. But like, I was texting her like the whole time because I was just like, I was thinking, man, this. I was like, I was like, this girl's like freaking amazing. I was like, why am I like not paying attention to the movie? I was like, yeah. so like more often than not, I was like texting the whole time. And so then we saw each other two days in a row after that. Yeah. Before I mean, that's she, just a good sign. Yeah. Before she, because she was actually planning on going to uh, Pittsburgh um, for like the weekend. So it was just like, I was like, no, I want to see you for like the next like two days. So yeah. we actually ended up doing, um, we actually, ha- actually ended up doing two dates. Um, so it was pretty nice. That's, it, was, that's, it was very nice. That's, that's a like, very good sign. If good someone time. wants to see you, like you'll know instantaneously yeah. that they want to like see you. Keep things working. You should play her this audio because she'll probably think it's kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, you big softy. <laughs> hmm. All right. So I think we should come uh, to the to, last segment. To the last segment, the Rotten Rex. Rotten Rex. For Rotten Rex, we talk about uh, we're, we're hosts that enjoy lots of different types of things. So yeah. we uh, try to make each other try something new each week uh-huh. um, that we do the podcast. Um, so Rotten Rex are not things that are actually terrible these are just things we want the other host to try right it can be rotten like sure. we made uh logan landfield watch sorry to bother you <laughs> um it just really i will retain that's a good movie it's a good movie it but is it's a movie albeit disturbing like, yes towards the middle yeah. end yes it's yeah, a good movie it just it they just woo that third act man <laughs> so, it's a doozy so basically we're actually going to discuss the rotten wrecks <clears throat> we had from last week so last week uh dr compost asked me to listen to my Chemical Romance! Yes, yes. My Chemical Romance! He asked me to listen to three My Chemical Romance songs. And you guys don't know much about my musical taste yet, but uh, let's just say it's, 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 not, it's not it. That's not it, fam. <laughs> um, you asked me to listen to Dead Teenagers huh. and... Well, no, not a song about dead teenagers, but no, the Dead, are comma, dead comma, Teenagers. Teenagers, comma, um, Welcome to, to the, the Black, Black Parade. Parade. Yeah. And so... I know you and your taste. So we're gonna we do mini reviews on the recommendations and then mm. give another one to a host. So for you, I know that what you enjoy in music is originality. You are a man who cares very thoroughly about music. So what my chemical romance does with originality and changing within a song is something for you that is very entertaining yeah. because you don't want to hear the same beat. Like if you were listening to Justin Bieber's Yummy, Ugh. you don't want to hear that kind of same boring thing. You're going to get bored. So I know for you, you were recommending it to me because it was something you loved that you thought was, you know, in, like sonically intriguing yeah. that you wanted to get my take on it. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. <laughs> I, I, I did not like it at all. I know you, so I understand why you're interested in it, where it is creatively, and I'm not saying it is bad. Hmm? I'm saying, for me, it's trash. Like, I hated it so much. Well, okay. I like what you said, that, like, it's not for you, but it's also not bad, because there's so many people... Because it's subjective. There are so many people that say that music is bad, even if it's something that they... If, if it's just something that they don't like, yeah. right? So many people are really bad at disconnecting those two thoughts that, like, something can still be good even if you don't like it. Yeah, I'm not saying it's good because I could never say that about it, but I can also tell... 
I can tell that it is original. Oh, it yeah. is creative. It is different. I can tell it's not for me. Sure. And that other people would enjoy this. Yeah. And you and I actually got into a conversation when we were actually listening to the music mm. uh, a little bit, where you said there's something in it about that the guitar does that, like, whenever I hear that in a song, I seem to just be turned off. Yeah. What's Dis- the term? Uh, distorted guitar. It's Dis- a guitar effects. Yeah. I. Uh, it's famous in rock and roll. I mean, yeah. Like it propelled rock and hard rock and metal music like that's that's like that's like the characteristic sound of a rock band and i was trying to think like what is it about like those sounds that like turn me off because there are songs like misery business by paramore that i used to like you know it has like that insane stuff but misery business is for some reason that was a fun song yeah paramore does i feel like paramore a lot of their music gets to be like poppier and so it's like a little bit more upbeat and pot like happy sounding and it's like so there's a there might be a little bit more of like a like a dancier groove yeah i do love dance grooves i do love pop stuff Mm -hmm. i just uh i did not and now granted i did listen to a fourth song that you didn't ask me to called the end which was the introduction to that album And I thought that was intriguing until the distorted guitar came in. So to be honest, I think for me it was the guitar that was just the guitar and the vocals that was really just a big turnoff, rather than the ideas that they had for the song. Cool. So that's my like subjective with like mild objective take on it. So I'm actually gonna do something different. Rather than having all three of us talk about the past rec, I'm also gonna tell you what my rec to you is since we're going in that order. Oh man. So my rec to you for next week Uh is a wonderful little uh, video series. Uh, it's absolutely delightful. I shared a clip of it to you guys in the trash cast, but it's an old one. It's almost like 10 years old now. It's called Hey Ash, What You're Playing. Um, it used to be on this site, GameTrailers.com, which was an old video game reviewing site. Okay. It features Ashley Birch, Ashley oh. Birch, uh, and Anthony Birch. Anthony Birch is actually one of the former, was the head writer for Borderlands 2. Oh. Ashley Birch plays Tiny Tina in Borderlands 2 and 3. Oh. Ashley Birch also plays Chloe Price in Life is Strange and Neat. Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. She's wow. also going to be in that upcoming uh, Mythic Quest show on Apple TV with Danny mm. Pudi and Rob, the guy from It's Always Sunny. Um, so she's she's a voice actress who've heard Not plenty of things. But before she was doing that, she was actually also doing some like a, like kind of a comedy That's web crazy. series. So this episodes are she no has more than a lot of really strong really credits. Good voice yeah. Credits there. So her show. <laughs> Is maybe only about two or three minutes an episode. So I'm going to actually ask you to watch five Hey, Ask What You're Playing episodes. They base episodes around different video games from like the early 2010s and the late 2000s. Cool. So pick whatever you want. There's like Borderlands 2 ones. There's ones about Yoshi's Island. Okay. Yeah. So that is your rec. Got it. All right. You're next. Uh, Logan, you recommended the, what was it? It was like Biographics, um, the YouTube channel biographics and i actually did watch the um biographics um video on stan lee Mm -hmm. um so uh basically what biographics is is it's a youtube channel where they go over the biography of a specific person um it's it's almost like a documentary series um they do a lot of digging they do they've got um like uh episodes on a whole bunch of famous people famous for a bunch of different reasons famous or infamous um you have, you know, people from culture, pop culture, like Stan Lee. You've got, like, war criminals. You've got serial killers. Like, a whole bunch of different kind of... Uh, a whole bunch of different people that they have on this channel. Um, and I watched one for, for Stan Lee. Um, and it was really interesting. They they dug and found a lot of information that I didn't actually know. Um, like, Stan Lee is not actually Stan Lee's name. What? It was something like that. 
now that I now that I'm thinking about it, I can't recall. Um, Is that his real name? I don't. I think Stanley was a pen name. What? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so it's Stanley Martin Lieber is actually his name. Um, so Stanley Martin Lieber was Stanley's full real name, but he when he was starting to write for different like um, newspapers and things like that, he took his first name Stanley and made it into Stan Lee, mm-hmm. right? And so that was like that's his name now. So that's um, so there, it was really cool. It was interesting to kind of see the. Uh, the other details that you wouldn't have otherwise known, right? Um, so I had a really good time with the video. It was um, it was it was as well put together, uh, well edited, and all that good stuff. So, yeah, very enjoyable. Um, I have a rec for you for this week. I don't like the look on his face. Um, and uh, you may have seen this before, seen one of these videos before, but that's okay. Have you ever heard of the the YouTube channel Casually Explained? Oh, I love Casually Explained. Shoes. Um, so he gave me a yes. Which means you have to think about... Why don't, why don't we have Logan explain his rec? In the meantime, you can think of a different rec yeah, to, that's fine. to give him. Because uh, Casually Explained has some great videos. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, some great videos. Have you watched the really videos? really banking on you not seeing them. Well, it's an extremely po- it's an extremely popular yeah I know it is but channel. You, you never know man you never know they did one on you you're you're always recommending YouTube channels I wanted to try it myself yeah um I'll find something else have you ever watched Hot Ones that's a joke because I I'm pretty everyone sure everyone has watched Hot Ones we've all watched yeah. it together yeah, yeah, everyone's seen Hot Ones yeah okay all right so in the meantime Logan why don't you tell us about the break that you had so TJ recommended the show Letter Kenny oh I did that's right I forgot yes. <laughs> so that. So that show is, uh, it's very corny, it's very interesting, so... Corny? Yes. How dare you? (laughs) We, so Aaron is actually, so you guys don't know this, but in our episode (sighs) zeros, Aaron recommended Letterkenny to me, Uh and he did it in a very poor way, but I kind of like kept digging and grew to love the show. Alright, I gave you the top rated episode of the show. It's not the best episode of the show. not the best episode. No, not at all. Definitely not. But I thought it would be great for you to also check it out because I'm constantly quoting it, um, and it's completely infected my vocabulary because of the type of show it is, but please, go ahead. (laughs) I'm I'm offended. I'm absolutely offended. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, bud. So how did you feel about Letterkenny? I liked it overall. I liked it overall. It's pretty good. Any uh, any of your uh, catchphrases stick out to you there? Except for the ones that you said that we now have to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the bad ones which you have to edit out. There is some stuff that's NSFW if you if you catch my drift. Yeah. Uh, there was the one. It was in episode five when Stuart is Stuart is uh, first of ha- all, his name is Sturt. Stuart. Uh, <laughs> Stuart. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and he's holding the he's holding the rave and um. Oh yeah. And and and, Wondrous. and, and Wayne's like and Wayne's like. He's like he's like you got three sec he's like you got three seconds to move and he's like three two and th- <laughs> there's, the, there's the lawn chair at him. <laughs> oh man. Or or when or when. Or when I believe show. it's an episode one where they have the uh, birthday party and oh, the super soft birthday party. Yeah, super soft birthday party. Ten and he dips pie. and he dips the he dips the cupcake in uh, what he thinks is icing, but it's actually sour cream. And and he's, and daughter's like daughter's yeah. like that's she's like the sour cream, and he goes no it's not. He goes yeah it is. <laughs> he chucks it at the barn door. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so do you want to tell them just what uh. Letter Kenny is about? 
So Letterkenny is about uh, this town. It's the intro says this is says uh, there are five thousand people that live in Letterkenny. These are their problems. So then it just goes over these these uh, these problems that that um, the people in Letterkenny experience, but they actually quite hilarious. Yeah. So, um, the uh, and it's filmed in Canada. It's a Can- mm-hmm. it's a very Canadian that, show. Yeah, I figured that. Yeah. yeah. And has some really solid solid writing. All right. Um, oh, do you have a rec? Yes, I do. Give me a minute. Uh, let me think. In the meantime, Dr. Compost, were you able to think of a rec yes. for Logan? Okay. I, I don't was. like the again. I don't like the look in your eyes. All right. So you see, um, you see how yes. you see how his eyes have lit up. Yes. You see that? Excellent. Yes. Um, Excellent. There is a there's a channel on YouTube, um, and it's a music YouTube channel. So I'm I'm banking on this one. Is and it Mister Is already, it Mister Guitar Man? If no, oh. <laughs> Mister Guitar Man. That's a throwback. That's a throwback for sure. I don't think he's uploaded like at all recently. No. Um, I I I'm really banking on you not having heard of this before. Have you ever heard of Simon the Magpie? Okay. There you go. So basically, what this guy uh. I, I don't need to explain it right now, do Because we explain it in the next episode. No, yeah, okay, just, cool. we'll just explain it in the next Simon episode. Simon the Magpie. Look up any video from him, um, or if you want to find a specific one, I will find one for you. Okay. But it's uh, it's, some, it's some really cool stuff. It's All right, outside landfill. of the box, we'll say. What you got for me, sir? Okay, so we mentioned so we mentioned this show, we mentioned this at the very beginning. My recommendation to you is okay. watch the second season of You on Netflix. I'm already doing that, but yeah, sure. That's just finish, yeah, just yeah, finish the yeah, season. Yeah. Finish the season. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, totally cool. done. Because I've already like started the second season. Consider it done. Um, it's a great show. All right, boys. Well, that's been another wonderful episode. And with that said, smell, smell you later. later.